And Jeff, I know you just got back from the Caribbean. Did you go surfing when you were there? Um, I did. Actually, I was on the um, Pacific side, though, not the Caribbean side of uh, Costa Rica. But uh, I did I did fall off a surfboard once or twice. Nice. Well, I'm glad you made it back in one piece. And uh, talking about surfing, we got mm-hmm. a few of our teammates on here to talk about the, the, the wave that's coming out. We got Holly Kudel and Jim Augustine. Welcome, guys. Hey, hi, hi, Steve. Hi, Jeff. Welcome, welcome. So I, every time I hear wave one or wave two release, I think of you guys. I don't know why, right? Maybe you do webinars on it. You, you, you get you get involved with it. And I'd love for you to tell our listeners how you kind of really took the lead on getting in, in, involved. First off, maybe explain what wave the waves are, right? And and, and then why you really kind of immerse yourself into uh, to really researching it and, and uh, sharing it with your clients. Sure. Well, I guess we are the faces of the wave, aren't we? As it as it turns out. So, uh, okay. Well, first, uh, the waves. Uh, Microsoft releases uh, major uh, releases twice a year. I don't know where the wave term uh, came from, but um, they call them obviously wave one and wave two. Um, in between the waves, there are smaller um, uh, releases as well, about monthly. Uh, those generally are small minor enhancements without being super rich from a feature perspective. Uh, but the waves now cadence every uh, twice a month or twice a year, uh, April and October is uh, when they have been uh, historically released. Um, includes um, generally just a whole raft of new features, functionality across all scopes of the product from an environment perspective, performance, functional enhancements, all the stuff that we get really excited about. And uh, kind of the evolution of this spot, of this uh, 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 webinars and, and now podcast uh, was we wanted to be out in front of the releases and the release information uh, to let our customers know that there might be something that they want to take a look at. Um, many of the features uh, get rolled in with without any issue, but occasionally there might be something major. And I'll give you an example of a couple of years ago, when the cross-reference table that was uh, tables that were used and the features around that were was was changed and data came into new new data fields. Microsoft did a great job of migrating that data, but some of the ISVs weren't quite up to speed, and so there was a potential there. Of, of of business interruption. So we want to try and be out in front of those, let customers know, hey, you might want to take a look at this. And then when it comes to the actual release itself being installed, um, you as a customer, we as your partner, uh, have the ability to pause the release for 60 days. So the, the thought is, let's let the release go, uh, the wave go into your sandbox environment on day one as soon as it's available for you. Pause the release into your production environment for 60 days, and that gives you a nice window to test to see if there's anything that needs to be addressed that maybe isn't caught by Microsoft's automations. So. <laughs> Excuse me. So that's kind of the origins of of why we do this um, from a technical perspective. Now, from a geek perspective, Holly, Jeff, and I, we love this product, and we love sharing new features. This is our life. We get excited by it. Hopefully, our passion comes through, and we love talking about new ways that Microsoft is continuing to enhance. So that's a long explanation, Steve, but that's kind of the origin and and why we do what we do. 
<laughs> I found it interesting that they did it in April and got April Fools, and then they did it in October when you have Halloween, right? So, <laughs> you know, on that one. So, so, so Holly, um, you've been doing the waves for how long now? A couple oh, years? Goodness. I think, yeah, this is our fourth or fifth uh, wave release report that we've done. Um, and again, with Jim, it came up in our uh, our team meeting and talking about how we care about our customers and we want to get in front of things with them. Um, from my perspective, I look a lot at the financial side of the product and uh, geek out on the finance side. Jim tends to geek out on the operations side, so it was a nice fit there. And then Jeff comes in on the technical, so it rounded out our team, but uh, it's really... Uh, there's things that they need to know, uh, things like Jim had talked about, you know, the bank reconciliation changed. They needed to know that was going to go away. They needed to learn how to use the, the worldwide uh, bank reconciliation instead of the original one. The pricing tables, those are changing. Um, that's another one they need to be aware of. All of a sudden, it's not going to work one day when they decide this is it. It's final. Um, legacy reports, again. They mm -hmm. know that they've given us another six months, so they're not going to get rid of those legacy reports uh, and views that we've saved until April of next year. But that's also coming. Those are things that the clients need to know um, that are important to the functionality they have today. And then there's always some really great new releases that you just can't wait to talk about. And uh, you hope that they learn and use. If we're not telling them, they most of them don't know they're there. So we want to get out in front and give them those gifts and show them what's there for them to use and how to better use the product and, and more productivity for their companies. Do you, do you think overall, you know, if, if I was an end user and the wave releases were coming, because you just, just you, you guys have a great team, right? You got the operations, the technical and the financial. I'd almost be intimidated to read those notes myself. I mean, I've gone through them a few times. I'm like, whoa, there's a lot of stuff going on here, right? So for our listeners that are out there that are, you know, are they, you know, what what would you recommend to them as maybe a, as, a, as an individual or an organization? You know, do they have a team to maybe do that, you know, work with their client success rep or, you know, how do you guys approach that with the end users so they don't get scared off by it when they come out? So some of mine, I give them the, the link to go see those wave releases. Uh, I would say most of them peruse them for five minutes, maybe scan them. If that, um, they're pretty technical and there's a lot to them. You can kind of sort out. So if they have someone on finance that's good with the product that they can have go through finance and just see what's there and ask questions, someone in the op side technical side, those types of things, you know, or attend the wave release uh, webinars and things, because that's where we really, we share like those highlights, the things that are important that really will make a difference to them. So they're going to get those bigger pieces of the puzzle there. Um, look for Microsoft's uh, notes on it, because they'll put out notes as well on other releases. Uh, that will help them too along the way. But uh, definitely, I, if they're going to try to read them, split them up. Don't try to do it alone. Yeah, I mean, I think I look at the character of our, of our little group here. I mean, Holly is really 
um, covering the financial side um, and and perhaps some of the UI changes. I really love warehousing. I love manufacturing. So I kind of focus on the operations side, as we call it. And then, of course, Jeff is jack of all trades and really can do all of it. But really, we ask Jeff to kind of come in with the with the technical side that's a bit more toward the ones and zeros that that Holly and I um, don't cover <clears throat> integration to teams and those other kinds of, of of functional areas. But when I when it, it it's a great question, Steve. When I think about my customers, I mean, I just came back from Canada and I, I've got a, a met a customer for the first time. They have two users, two users, and yet. I have a customer that just went live in Georgia and they have about 80 users, right? And so the, 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 the makeup of the customer is how I might refer them to, to read those. The customer in Canada, they're not technical. They're using their product and they use it really, really well. It fits very nicely, but they're not gonna address some of the technical issues. So I, I would say, depending upon the nature of, of the customer, you might have a really deeply technical uh, resource that can kind of approach those areas. And you might have people that are really strong on the finance side, the operations side, and divide it up that way. Uh, I would definitely um, watch um, our our webinar that that we do on uh, on the wave releases because because each one of us kind of picks. We can't cover the entire release obviously in a, in an hour, um, and and each one of us kind of picks our favorites. So um, I, I would definitely tune into those, and then I would follow up with Holly, with me, with our other client success managers, to ask the kinds of questions to say, hey. You know, Jim mentioned something, Holly mentioned something, and they only covered it this much. Can we get some more details? Follow up and ask the additional questions um, that we're here to help um, answer. That's, you know, again, we all love this stuff, so we'd love to help answer those questions. Yeah, and just to add to that, um, you know, I think as um, as a partner, it's our job at Inovia to, to you know, sort of collect this information um, and, and present uh, maybe condense it down a little bit into a more palatable form and then and then have our our webinars and, and podcasts like this where we can share the information in hopes that um, some of our customers would would you know have the time to to look into it and then and then from there and you know from that general sense then the CSMs get in um, and and you know I'm sure that Jim and Holly are already you know they've got customers that they know have pain points they know that you know they've They've talked about some. Oh, I really wish that you know Business Central would introduce this. Um, so when something comes out um, that you know in the release notes, their lights are already you know lighting up like, oh, I can't wait to tell you know customer X about about this feature because it's going to um, happen. So I do think you know ultimately it's it's um, for our customers to get the most out of their investment in the dynamic space. They want to you know they should be trying to proactively kind of get this stuff, but as a partner, we're trying to help them in that process. So I think things like this are um, are are uh, useful in that endeavor. Nice, and not to take away from the upcoming webinar, which will be on Halloween. All right. Is that, <laughs> is that correct? It is. <laughs> if it's a trick or a treat. That's right, Ooh. that's right. Sorry. Holly is always a treat with you. Might be two <laughs> treats and a trick for me. <laughs> maybe you could uh, share maybe one thing, a teaser, right? One thing that maybe stood out that, that got you excited that you wanted to, first thing you thought of that, I want to share this with my clients. Oh, wow. 
Who's going first? Um, I can I can jump in. I would say that the you know in a general sense one of the things that I am um, I think most um, excited about is the integration the the continuing improvement of the integration with the Power Apps and um, in the Power Platform that in Wave Release two there is um, there's more templates there's there's more pre-made stuff that what used to be done in the you know in the workflow templates within BC um, are now you know we're now um, we now have the option to to do that to extend that functionality into the much more powerful robust um, power platform workflows and um, and so that I think is is what's going to be a, a majority of my um, talking points um, on in on our next webinar um, and uh, and there's I mean a number of, of of other areas that are important but I think that's the thing that I'm most excited about I think power apps is becoming the wave of the future um, I know a lot of my customers are already talking about the power apps and the power platform and they've made requests for our customer conference coming up to do sessions and roundtables around the power platform and power apps together and, and to have networking time so i really think that that's going to become even a bigger um, area that we see growing and changing so that's cool but it's hard for me to just pick pick one steve so i gotta do two um the first one and I am I am not the one is zero kind of guy, but I am very always uh, very concerned about and interested in in performance as Business Central gets better and better. So I watched some of the information um, from Microsoft on performance, and I've learned a little bit more on the vocabulary in that particular world. Uh, it, it basically comes down to like a highway. And and how many cars can you get on the highway at the same time in the same lane? And I like that analogy. And and what I've seen coming in the latter part of this quarter, uh, excuse me, Q4, is is a, a just a big opening up of the highway. Um, I, I I used to live in Southern California, and and down there, there's this uh, uh, in El Toro. There's a El Toro Y. It's where three freeways come together. It is for years was just a nightmare. It was only about eight lanes across and on peak in the morning and in the evening, it was just horrible to get through. Well, they started to expand it. It's probably been 20 years. It took them a long time to get it done, but now there's like 28 lanes across the El Toro Y. And so the, the, the typical clog that we used to endure has kind of, kind of gone away. Microsoft's doing the same thing. They're putting in 28 lanes across. And, and so you've got more room for the cars or the data to travel, and they're up and up the speed limit. So now you can send more cars, you can drive faster, and you can do more of it. So it's a great uh, 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 performance boost that we're going to see shortly. Uh, and, and they've done that by really carefully watching what customers are doing. So um, I don't fully understand web calls and, and all of that technical stuff. All I know is that they're going to dramatically orders of magnitude improve that. So that's my first excitement thing. And I wish I could explain it more technical, but that's my that's my best way. Uh, the other thing is warehousing. Um, I, I, 
I've been saying for the last several wave web releases that Microsoft is kind of changing the way warehousing has worked. It's always been very kind of configurable, but if you if you wanted to use a particular feature in advanced warehousing, you couldn't. You had to go all the way, and in some cases that had limitations. There's when you turned on one switch, it kind of required you to do other things. For some customers, that was just not palatable. <laughs> palatable. See what I did there? <laughs> and, <laughs> and now. They really are opening it up. So if I wanted to use, like for example, a directed put away, but I don't want to use anything else, I can do that. So I'm really excited about the things in warehousing. I'm sure that I will monopolize the webinar um, talking about what's going on in the warehousing um, area. But but the, the, it's not complete. But but they are really opening it up so that it works better for most customers, small to large, and everything in between. So, and then. Sorry, third thing. I'm looking forward to Holly talking about the AI co-pilot and bank reconciliation. Because that has been, it's everyone's nightmare in finance. And uh, the co-pilot's coming in to bank rec, and I'm excited to see that. Right, okay. and it's not going to be all by itself. So uh, that is, makes me giddy when I think about it, right? We see co-pilot, we're using it today in Teams. <clears throat> that is that virtual assistant sitting in the meeting with us, taking notes, picking up on action items. It's crazy cool what Copilot is doing in Teams and uh, Viva Sales for CRM within Outlook. Um, and now it's going to be in Business Central. And they picked Bank Reconciliation as the first place to launch it. And I, that is so cool. It is like that tedious job that every accountant goes like, yeah, I could do that later and pushes it aside, right? You know, so what a better place to get the virtual assistant to come in and go, I can handle that for you. And so to see Copilot, this virtual assistant be able to come in when the bank feed comes in and do all of that upfront work for you is gonna be really, really cool. And the, the really, the best part of it all is, it's just the beginning of what's gonna happen in Business Central with Copilot. What it's gonna be able to do for us down the road is incredible. It's gonna take all those menial tasks from us so that we can focus on the bigger picture and the big ideas and uh, doing the bigger work in the system instead of all the little mini stuff, that's all gonna get handled in the background by our virtual assistant, which is really cool. So that's the one thing I'm most excited about. Um, the other area that has been really great this year has been intercompany. Uh, so we've watched them just continue to just roll out more and more functionality for intercompany transactions, which has been awesome. But uh, now we're going to have it inter-tenant. So now not only all the companies within my environment can I do intercompany transactions for, but I'm going to be able to do that across tenants and bring the tenants together. So that's another area that's really cool coming up on the finance side. Uh, every accountant that has intercompany stuff hates to have to go in and out of every company doing sales orders, purchase orders, back and forth, general ledger entries. Now they can do it all once in the intercompany and it'll push it all out, which is uh, just a great feature there. Something that we're hoping to do a uh, presentation on at the uh, Doug live event in May. Uh, so stay tuned for that too. And then the other thing that everybody has always, always talked about is the error messages, right? So you get the error messages and you have to decode them. So they've been working on making those better and better. Now they have titles, they have more information, and now they're actually going to have action items where you can carry out action items right from that error message. 
And today I saw that not only when that error box pops up, there's an action item you can carry out that says, you want us to fix it, here's the what you should do, click the button and it does it. But there's also a refresh button. So I don't know anybody that hates the fact that every time I get an error, I have to go all the way up to the ribbon, click on refresh to go back and redo something instead of just fixing my field. And now right there on that error message, I could click the refresh and be done with it, which that I thought was an awesome, awesome addition. So just some cool stuff they're doing. Sounds pretty cool. Does that stuff all come at once or is it over time? Hey, a little bit of both, Steve, sometimes, uh, and we'll talk about this, but there's a thing called feature management, which is where some features let you try it out early. Even though it may be released as part of the wave, it may not quite be um, in in that release. It might wait for a little, for a few months and so on. So, I mean, I guess the short answer is it depends. Yeah, that's why they named it waves, right? So we have two big waves in April and in October, and then things that didn't quite make it or didn't get tweaked quite enough to get into those two big waves, they may roll out November, December, January, and those smaller waves that happen throughout those little ripples that you know continue throughout the year. Um, yeah. So there's a big push with a lot of these mm -hmm. features in the main ones in April and October, and then some of the others might not quite get there. They'll be rolled out as they're ready. But the only and, two and I think get some get back. intentionally, sorry, it, it intentionally paused. Uh, for example, sales prices. The change to sale prices is dramatic and there was i think that was rolled out what maybe three waves ago and it was going to be required and so the going to be required date has been changing my guess is perhaps based on customer feedback it's a significant change and and so customers are saying hey wait a minute you can't do that yet and uh, there is a feedback loop uh called bc ideas where microsoft will um, monitor and uh, they'll they'll listen to customers um, and uh, that it might is, is, is the potential there. So I think it kind of depends on the dramaticness of the wave. So the, so they only you can only push out the two major waves 60 days and those other minor ones they're just going to come. Is that correct? Yes. OK, like it yeah. or not, they're coming. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when 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 it, do they give you notification for those updates like the waves? We do. Also. Yeah. So and and if there's a problem with an extension, which is how we code now in Business Central and AL, if there's a problem, we get notified. There's a customer contact typically that gets notified, and so something may to be may need to be fine tuned. What we've been finding is that it it's between somewhere between two and four hours worth of work to fine tune. Uh, an extension to get it compatible with some change that uh, Microsoft has made. I have heard rumor that there's some database schema changes in this wave release as well that may impact some reporting. I haven't had a chance to drill down into that yet, but that's the kind of thing where you know you might have to address it um, <clears throat> in a, a, a update or an, an extension. Or of us in a room and it's quiet. Yeah, <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> Well, we, you know, we don't want to take away too much from the webinar as well, but um, it's it, it's uh, I think the other thing on my list was 142 countries. Now I think Business Central is available in 142. That's remarkable. 
that just goes to show to demonstrate the um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The depth of of the product and where it is available. Uh, and uh, there's obviously a few countries on the list that 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 are restricted, but this thing is just available worldwide. The 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 amount of money that Microsoft is pouring into the investment here has got to make all customers just feel really really comfortable. And for some of our customers that are international, you know, rest assured that you're going to be able to have it in that environment and localized for the local accounting rules as well. So that's it's just all good stuff. Yep, I agree. That's why we're uh, always happy to surf the wave before our customers are um, asked to do it. And and I think that, you know, Microsoft does a good job of walking sort of that fine line of, of like, we know you're maybe used to some of the older functionality, but, uh, but you know, um, we see um, advantages into pushing you into the new functionality, you know, um, it's it's strange my, during my years as a CSM, you, you would you could have a conversation with a customer about the way that that NAV or Business Central does something, calculates tax, whatever it is. Um, and, and you could have a customer who would argue like that is the most um, upside down way to to do that. Why would they you know use this code to calculate it that way? And and then you'd have another customer um, a month later that was like, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. This aligns perfectly to our business process. And so, you know, one of the um, I think the the potential drawbacks of, of being such a wide platform and being so um, so so popular across many industries um, is that uh, is that you sort of have to deal with that sometimes. And, and there's, you know, a bunch more advantages to having that huge install base and the investment that Jim mentioned. And um, so, so, I mean, I think it's overall a good thing, but, but the fact that uh, there are, um, that, you know, Microsoft is going to take the input from its users through the different sources from partners through from BC ideas um, and, and, and users, and then, and then sort of decide, you know, Hey, we're going to move the application forward in these, in these different directions and we're going to give you some time to get acclimated to it you know there's some things that some of the features that they turn on are things that customers might never use um, maybe it's something in service management or maybe they're doing something in warehousing but ultimately microsoft walks that line i think pretty um pretty effectively in giving people the flexibility to to you know for the early adopters to jump on this right away and then for those that want to drag their feet a little bit to get more you know acclimated to the new environment to to take their time and postpone it and and yet create a platform that doesn't let people get too far behind so they don't have the major projects of of getting current in that you know in that space all that stuff goes away with with the way that Microsoft has been kind of enforcing those rules so does that affect change management with any of our clients? They kind of like it. They don't want. They don't want it to change. I mean, guys that have it, any of that happen to you? Mm, not so much yet. But everybody's pretty much adapted it. I think they're just really excited. The ones who have come from the NAV world, they're excited that they're getting the new features as they come out and not having to do CapEx expense to upgrade and a major project and months and months of work and uh, to get into the new environment. 
um, I think that's really been the biggest benefit to them all. So I don't think they complain because they're really excited to not have just upgraded and then hear that co-pilot's coming in the next one and they're like, great, we aren't going to see it for five years, right? So now they know that they're going to have what comes out, which is really, really nice. So, reminder to, you know, our and our webinar and the podcasts, um, they're not just for people who are already business central SaaS. If you're still on NAV, if they're still out there, you know, on the old classic client even, this is the, the things to get into. Start coming to the webinars, start listening to the podcasts, because this is what's going to help you to build that case and show you what, what's new. There's so much in the new environments that uh, you don't have today in the older environments that can change your company's just whole background and processes and make your lives easier. Um, so a great place to, to join us and find out what the new environments do have. Can't start learning too soon. I was going to say Steve is a great example of, of that, but uh, <laughs> it's because I love poking. I can say that Steve is Steve is learning. Uh, uh, all of us should be learning all the time. Steve Steve, I was going to say you can't teach all dogs new tricks, but you know, oh, Steve's Steve, way ahead of us in, in certain areas. Um, and I was going to try to get to an episode about saying those three letters. I But Steve hasn't waiting. said it yet, so it's so it still counts. It's still good. No, three letters. Uh, no, it's, yeah. You can hear the pass in your voices for, all, for the wave. And, those are the three. This this ah. rim. The Sarim. <laughs> Sarim. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna that's gonna be the Steve, we want you to attend the um I want if you if you promise to attend the uh, Halloween webinar that uh, we're hosting on that wave two 2023, some one of us will cover the uh, the, the improvements that are made in CRM in this wave release. Just for well, I'm looking forward to it. So I was actually going to do some research on it. So I'm going to go, should I go in blind or should I be prepared just to make sure you're covering everything? I don't know. Um, no. That's up Why to you. Why change now? Right. If you dress up, we might let you participate. Ooh, that's right. Uh, that's a great idea. Well, dress up as a sales guy. There we go. So, uh, well, guys, anything else you want to add prior to the upcoming webinar? Or? I think we've already said too much. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> this is my first uh, podcast with Anovia, so this is fun. I kind of like these. Well, actually, we did an introduction when you first got hired, Jim. So this oh, that's soon, right. But... That's right. So my second. Good, good, good poll. Good poll. Uh. Oh, sorry, I had to poke him. I had to. All right. <laughs> well, guys, thank you very much for your time and for the information. And as always, you can uh, find the podcast on our website or on your on your app that you use on your phone. You can uh, uh, find us on the website and LinkedIn. So you can follow Holly Kudel and Jim Augustine on LinkedIn, too, if you want to stay up to date with them. They do a lot of this and release this information uh, on that site also. So, guys, once again, thank you very much. And this podcast is over.